Really there. What's up, buddy? No, I'm just, can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. All right. I don't know what's what happens. Going. I don't know. We'll see what happens. See if we can get Q on the line here and we'll get this yeah. thing popping. Yeah, I don't know. Last hey, time. Here we go, on. fellas. Last, all last right, time. All right. Jump right into it. Three Brothers Podcast, live on location, but not live on location, live in three locations remotely. Take your host here down in Rochester, Lobster, downtown St. Paul, Q, basement style, Cottage Grove, covering all the locales. We're ready to do it. Let's get into it here. A, um, we're going to see how this goes, see how, see how you guys like it, see how the sound comes across. Let us know if you like it, you don't like it, and uh, we'll see what happens. Um, let's jump right into it, though. Uh, or, fellas? Any 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 quick thoughts right away? Any quick words you want to say? No. What's first topic on the on the deck here? Let's roll. Lobster. Uh, shout out to Sister Jean or whatever her name is. She's uh, <laughs> loyal to Chicago. Big <laughs> Sister Jean fan. She's definitely a podcast fan. Yeah, she's definitely about to be a subscriber for sure. So you pre-ordered the uh, bobblehead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't quite got all that going, but you know, shout out to her nonetheless. Why not? We'll take it. She offers up free hugs, I think. So, sign up for those. Yeah, always a fan of free hugs, baby. Let's go. That leads into it right now. The first, the first topic, anyways, attorney, attorney fellas. We're getting, we're getting in the thick of it now. Elite eight coming. We got the elite eight set. Um, you know, really just a bat, not a battle, but like a a story of of two halves of the bracket. One one half of the bracket. Pretty much nobody's picked. That half's just fucked for everybody. And the other half, the bracket's basically following suit as everyone expected to. So uh, what are your quick thoughts? Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. It's so crazy to think that, like, yesterday we saw, like, final four and, you know, all these Florida states and things like that. And now today you're looking at Kansas, Duke, that kind of stuff. Like, it's just wild how different like separate halves can be like we could end up with a a Villanova Loyola championship game that's wild to me. It won't quite be that I don't think because I got I I got Duke winning it all so it'll be a Duke somebody championship. Wow. <laughs> yeah, certainly certainly stranger things is happening, but uh, but either way, uh, either way, either Florida State, Michigan, uh. Kansas State or Loyola will be playing uh, in your national I mean, championship game. Michigan's look, Michigan's look pretty tough, but who knows? The rest of those teams, they're winning, so you never know. Yeah, that'll be a, it'll be a wild weekend here with, uh, like I said, those teams, those four teams that absolutely no one has going, and then like basically everybody's picks kind of thing going on. Like, I don't know, man. I I'm interested in both sides. Like, it's cool to see the Cinderella story, the that kind of thing. But it's weird when it's like four Cinderellas. Like, if it's like you know the one year, uh, who was it? Not George Washington, George Mason. but uh, George Mason. Thank you. When they make it, like, okay, cool, it's a fun run. Or Syracuse a couple years ago as a ten seed makes it. That's cool. When there's like four of them, it's real weird. Yeah, it's pretty cool. What about uh? What about uh, let's call it maybe two thousand and five ish? Chris Paul was that was that Wake Forest? That's and, gotta uh, be oh three. Kevin Pitts not boys came with came with him. Uh, just talking about Pitts snoggle in general. You guys remember yeah, he that? Dope. Hard white. He was not dope, and I actually just saw some on him about on you Twitter did. earlier today. That's he, I, yeah, I really did. You ran into a Pitts snoggle really Twitter. Somebody. Yeah, because uh, West Virginia is going to play tonight or whatever. So somebody randomly tweeted out, like, the most re- uh, recent picture of him that he had put on, like, I don't know, Facebook or Twitter or something like that. Uh, I guess he goes on, like, Facebook rants about his ex-wife. And, I mean, this dude is, like, 100 pounds overweight, like, bald, like, this big, like, sandy – not sandy, but, like, uh, salt and pepper kind of beard. It's, he's, he's awful looking. Dude, I what do, think you, that I what do you follow on Twitter? Could you follow things on Twitter that, that that gives you pit snoggle updates? 
No, I mean, it was just, I mean, it was relevant to the time because it came across at, you know, West Virginia, Kansas. And what else are you going to talk about with West Virginia other than Kevin Pitts now, though? Huggins, of course. We, uh, yeah, we wanted to call him Press Virginia until Adam got Pitts Snoggle. He got so. Pitts Snoggle. Pitts Snoggle rap. That was that twice. I guess, man. I, like I said, I just Twitter I, I feed on Twitter. His ex-wife Rath. Yikes. And, and yeah. probably just eating a ton. What a disaster. It would appear so. I didn't even know he went to West Virginia. You didn't know Kevin Pitsnagle like, went to West Virginia? No. Why would I know that? <laughs> I don't know. Do you know the name? I even? knew the name and we brought it up with Chris Paul, so I figured he went to Wake Forest. Nah, man. No, no, they beat Wake Forest. Oh, right. Yeah, you've seen those couple arm tats, man. Pitt's not just a guy. I'm gonna go ahead and digress after, after we all got pit snuggle today. So, so let's let's go ahead and get into it. So what do you think about what do you, who do you got coming out out of let's let's go on attorney? Who do you got coming? So it's it's Loyola versus am I right, K State? Yep. Um, Michigan versus Florida State. Nine nine versus eleven, K State versus Loyola, Chicago, man. Uh, I don't know. The guard play has, has been great for Loyal Chicago. Uh, even when they got down early, I think it was around twenty to eight the other night versus Kansas State. Oh, they sounded keep weird. Coming back, they keep... is it just me? What's Adam, that? are you getting him clear or, or goofy? Um, the yeah, voices. I'm yeah. Oh, I'm getting all sorts of echoes and things. I'm trying to keep keep up with yeah, you. That's all right. We'll come to figure it out. Reed, just keep going. I didn't know if it was just me. Anyway, I just think that I just think that uh, I think that Loyola Chicago is not it's not going to be easy to beat them. Although they've won three games by a total of four points, I, I think they're fun, and I hope for the I hope for the story to keep moving. Yeah. So that's a crazy uh, fact. I mean, three, yeah, four points, that, that is, that's three, three wins. Yeah, unbelievable. But uh, I'm. I'm Pulling for him. They, they got good guard play, like we always talk about in the tournament year after year. So uh, we'll see what happens, man. They're quick, they're resilient. We'll, we'll see if I, we'll see what they can do. Shout out to sh- Sister Jean one last time. Got to get as many shout outs to Sister Jean. Who do you like in the other bracket then? Michigan and, and uh, K State. I mean, realistically, uh, it's Michigan and uh, in Florida State. Michigan and Florida uh, State. Yep, nailed it. I mean, I mean, it's hard to it'd be it'd be hard to bid against Michigan coming coming out of that do you one. Want just them to win? playing late. Oh, do I want them to win? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I want Chicago to win the whole thing, <laughs> but I mean, I think play the tournament time and time again. Uh, I mean, I think Villanova is the best team still. I think they're the best team in the tournament. I think they played the tournament multiple times. That Villanova is going to end up being a being the best team, we'll see if they end up winning it or not. But uh, they're gonna be tough to beat. Uh, you like, yeah, you like Villanova taking down, uh, take, taking down Texas Tech. Uh, and Adam, Adam will ask your thoughts of that. Have the bracket shortly here, and and then what do you think about Duke Kansas? I, Duke Kansas. That well, Duke Kansas saying. game is gonna be crazy. I, I mean, that's uh, and not crazy. Like I don't think it's gonna be like wild. Like you know, like, points aside or anything like that. But like. I just don't know where to go with that because, like, I thought Duke was going to absolutely railroad Syracuse tonight. And, man, I think that zone got him for a while. Yeah, they did. Um, you forget how young they are. It gets everyone. Um, yeah, they they just looked like they had no clue what to do. And Duke's the kind of team that uh, they're very big fans of taking slightly contested threes. Um, so Especially that, Grace now. Oh, yeah, it was awful. It was terrible to watch. Like, it's like they had never seen a zone before. Like you, when you watch, like, you know, like a sixth grade, seventh grade traveling team play against the zone for the first time or something, and uh, they're like, "Oh, sweet, a wide open three, and they just keep banging them off the rim. What like, about when you watch was, an eighth grade team that you coached it? <laughs> <laughs> Might be that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. About ninth graders, are you day any better at ninth grades facing zones? Seeing a zone and seeing a seeing a Bayham led zone that Syracuse has is always a little different. So. 
I mean, in in a way, it's kind of comparable if you think about it. If you talk about like a an eleven, twelve, thirteen year old team, like a zone or even like a slightly different like three two or matchup zone, just even a basic zone like that for the first time versus guys that are D one playing against. I mean, that zone that they were playing was it's like you were saying, it's always constantly shifting. That's, yeah, the that's, that's the wrinkles to zone. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, man, it's, it's not just a, a straight two three all the time. They, they matching up, they bluffing in and out of it. It's going. You're talking about the, the Duke zone? No, seriously. I mean, Duke was playing. Duke I mean, plays it was mostly just a matchup zone. Duke plays a crazy zone. That's what I was asking you guys about before, though. Like, I mean, they yeah, they're defensive two three, and they kind of match up, and and then and now we see that's all they run. So they know how to do it, but like, uh, Duke Duke was running a, I don't know, a three two zone almost. I'd say. Reed, you might be able to call this better than I can, but. It looked like it's just looking like a matchup zone. Like, it, you know, it shifts occasionally from 2-3, two, 3-2, three, three, two, that kind of thing. But really it's all about where the offense is set. Like, it's, it's actually fairly not uh, not basic. Obviously, there's no way, like, I could coach it, for example. But, like, compared to what the, the wrinkles that Bayhan throws in to theirs, I think it was pretty simplistic. No, I think that I think that uh, it, that's actually was, it was kind of been the uh, – from. Not that I've seen Duke play every game, but they, that's kind of been uh, the turning point in their season when when Shashevsky yeah. decided to turn over to that yep. uh, to that zone there. Uh, so I mean, it could be any. You could call it three two. You could call it one two two. Uh, at some stages, is it, it looks like they yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's crazy. They let that man Wendell Carter. They, like they let the man Wendell Carter basically guard like, against uh, like the high and low, and just say. Both of you guys can't really do anything. It was kind of weird. And then collapse down in it. I, I haven't seen a zone like that for a while. Of like nobody, shoot, like just leaving one guy to protect the lane, basically. Yeah, no, like, it, was, yeah. it was. It was. Uh, it was interesting to watch. Like, like I said, though, it totally was dependent on. It felt like at least on the offense being run. Like, if they're going your basic three-one-one, then it it kind of switched up one way. When they would go like four out or something like that, it kind of just varied with the yeah. offense. Yeah. So that kind of. Yeah. But anyway, the only other note I got in the attorney, you guys should look it up if you didn't see the end of the the end of the Duke game. Did, did you guys see the very end of the Duke game? Either one of you. Like yeah. the handshake yeah. line. Oh, I thought you were talking about the actual game. Yeah, I mean, like the very end where they start shaking hands. Nah. Uh, look up. Um, no. most, most of us have like cable and stuff so like after the game's over we don't watch them shake hands I was, just about, I was about to I saw the end of it I was going to flip over to this boring ass Purdue game but then they started yeah, to go shake hands but look up look up. so Nolan Smith former Duke point card you guys remember him yeah, oh, yeah. I, he's a grad I, assistant or assistant coach or whatever maybe or whatever look up the coat he was wearing tonight I see. I Super seen the suit cut on the side. I I didn't have to see the uh, the handshake line. I, I just I saw it later. Side. They showed a nice close up. What was he? What was he rocking? Very cocky suit coat. You got to check it out. A nice sport coat. Yeah, it was a fur coat. coat. Sport coat. No, oh, I thought it was a fur coat. coat. I was like, man, that's really aggressive. No, a sport coat. It, it was almost blue and white houndstooth. But I mean, that, that's like just a, a, this is, yeah, this like crazy diamond shaped pattern thing. It was it was yeah, looking just nice. to give a visual. That's crazy. Uh, back to the original question, Tate. I I I don't know what to make of this Kansas dude. Pick one. Um, I think right now, if I got to pick one, I'm picking Kansas. Because a hater. Um, based on absolutely nothing. Um, just because I had to pick one, I think they're absolutely smothers Texas Tech. Uh, yeah, they're probably one. Yeah, that. I think Texas they. Tech's pretty tough. You're right, Reed. Yeah, I think I think Nova wins, but I think it's close. I think I think Duke wins, also pretty close. All right. Yeah, well, man, that, that'd be fun. Here we go. Here we go. Predictions for the end of the tournament. Let's be honest. Anybody taking anybody besides Michigan? In that bottom, that bottom half, or the whole left side? Out of that left side to to make it to make it to the final game. I mean, I mean, no. like you were saying before, I want Loyola to win, but yeah, no, I think Michigan's clearly gonna be the favorite. All right, so we're saying I think the best the best bet for them. So I think if Michigan wins. They, I mean, K-State's right. the only so option that could give them a chance. Everyone's seeing Michigan in the final game. Who do you got Michigan yeah. playing? Duke. Nova. I picked Duke to win it all before the tournament started. I'm going to ride with Duke. Duke's my, Duke's my squad. 
I pick him every I year. I take Nova, and I got him in multiple, like, money, probably illegal pools, that kind of thing, but I'm going to roll with them. Yeah, I'll leave. I guess I, I, I wanted to take either one of those two teams, but I you just uh, say, nah, say good argument. I'll take Kansas to win it all at this stage. Just so that I can, you can take uh, Michigan to win it all even over them if you like those teams. I don't really like them. I don't like. I don't like. <laughs> Mo Wagner. So I don't really like Michigan that much in general. Mo you don't Wagner. Like Mo Wagner. <laughs> yeah, not a not a big fan. So I'm taking the right side of the bracket in general. But uh, you, you know the way it's been track. going, there's no reason to think that uh, you know a team like Florida State won't just win the whole thing. So. Who, knows? Who knows? I mean, if if Michigan doesn't make it from that left side. Is it possible that this would be like the biggest point spread change of game potentially of all time? Like if it's Villanova oh, or Duke or Kansas against you know any of the other three for sure. something like that, would they not be like fourteen point favorites or something crazy? Oh, for sure, it could, be, it could be something like that. And like uh, if you Duke guys was remember, by like ten tonight. If if yeah, if you guys remember, I, I brought it up before uh, in, in one of the earlier casts. I the the. Uh, the lowest seed to, to win a tournament ever has been an eight seed in uh, you Nova. Know, and uh, yeah, that was Nova and whatever that was called. 80, 85, 85, 85, yeah, 85 sounds right. And so anyways, uh, so that was Nova then, but uh, that's an eight seed. But I mean, you, you look at that left side of bracket, there's a, there's technically a 75% chance that you're going to get a, you know, an, either a nine or an eleven seed to uh, at least play and have a chance to, uh, to make history this year. So, right. so we'll see the way this tournament's been going. Man, uh, I'm not counting anybody out. That's for sure. Yeah, that's why. So hey, going back to that George Mason thing, what were they in eleven the year they made the final four? Uh, twelve. That might be right. Either way. Yeah, something something like that. I mean, shoot, even last year. Like, I was just wondering, like, if Loyola has a chance to be like the highest seed ever to make a Final Four, but I wonder if that probably be like close with those guys. No, it's got to be so. close around it. Yeah. I mean, shoot, even even last year, uh, not that it's. I mean, last year South Carolina was in the Final Four and they were a seven seed. So I mean, right. Uh, well, and like I said, two years ago, Cuse was in as a team. Yeah, that's the madness. That's the madness, man. So uh, yeah, mm-hmm. there are. Yeah, I think I, I think Mason, I think George Mason was a, a, around in the eleven seed, potentially even in twelve. I have to have to go to books on that one, but uh, yeah. But either way, either way, uh, it's, it's gonna be a fun weekend. Yeah, always no, a fun. Hey, weekend. hey, let's uh, let's stick on basketball with transition to the, to the pros, to the to the good people, to the guys that that are great every night, the greatness. Uh, and let's talk about the Wolves. Wolves beat up on the Knicks. Well, not beat up on the Knicks, but. Uh, they beat the Knicks, and that's all that matters. So, quick thoughts they, they on, a, on a Wolves on a Wolves win. They won by four, and I'm not going to try to hammer at them too much, but it's probably due in fact to their to their practices. So. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that the Wolves contributed probably about 75 percent to Tim Hardaway Jr. getting that big contract. He seems to just put it on us every time somehow. He had something like 12 points at the half and finished with 39. I forgot that he got paid. Yeah, he got, he got paid, paid way too much. And to, but tonight like he showed, nobody else was offering him even half of that. And he showed why. But I think I mean, he only does that against the Wolves, basically. He does that to us often. I mean, I want to say it was like uh, – I want to say it was somewhere around like four years, like $70 million, so, you know, $80 million, something ridiculous. But uh, – yeah. I got a I got a quick uh, quick side note on the NBA in general for you guys. Um, nice. You seen uh, seen Dwight Howard uh, take over as a, as Mister Thirty Thirty? Yeah, he dropped Thirty Thirty. Was it two nights ago? Yeah. Two nights ago, yeah. First one since K Love. Yeah, since K Love. A uh, two A. I, I was I was in the building at the Target Center uh, when when K Love hit it. Uh, it was as a first star, so there's only been two 30 30 guys, I believe, in the last about 36 years, if I seen the stat right. And uh, including Howard, yeah, so Howard and yeah, Howard and Love, right? Yeah, and, uh, and B, both of those, uh, <laughs> both of the opponents are, are, are New York basketball, so it's so all that out east, all that big east, all that uh, New York <laughs> basketball stuff. Uh, K Love did it against the Knicks, and uh. And Howard did it against Brooklyn, so I mean, 
Just saying, man. Uh, if, <laughs> That's if New York's going to be. The Hornets had a couple of nice days in a row, though, because they had the 30-30 game from Dwight, and then well, they win by 61 last night. Kemba scored like 45, 46 points in like 25 minutes. Or oh, yeah, something yeah, ridiculous. Who is that again? If New York still wants to be the mecca of basketball, all I'm saying is that, like, man, they're going to have to up their game at the professional level because uh, uh, these Rucker Park games just uh, they ain't doing much for me. So the so the thirty thirty stuff. Is, uh, Who did they beat by sixty one? Memphis. Oh yeah, Memphis. They gave up. Memphis. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Memphis is in a tank. That's why it's nice that I think the Wolves have them at least twice, if not three times here in the next, like, nine games. So, let's go. Yeah, we, we got we got through the juggernaut. Now we kind of we kind of coast to relatively close to the end of the year. Oh, big um, game. Yeah, no, I have uh, to today. We have the easiest schedule of any of the, you know, teams vying for the playoffs. And we also it's haven't all, been great against the East schedule, though, so. decides to turn up, man. It's always an easy schedule until somebody decides they want to show up for a night and improve something. So, uh, I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah, so, I mean, we're, 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 well, we're in Philly tomorrow night, so we'll see what happens. So. Fuck the press. Uh, anyway, going back to tonight's game, I I only saw the, I don't know, last four minutes of the four, so I don't have a whole lot of frame of reference, and I just kind of looked up some stats and stuff. Uh, the stat I saw that stood out to me though is uh, Wiggins had 11 rebounds tonight. Yeah, he had a double double. It's the fifth time in his entire career he has double digit rebounds. Yeah, think, you know what I'm, do you think? He's... Uh, That's wild. Uh, Wiggins starting to put in a little bit of effort every now and then. Can't take them all. Defensively, he looked all right at the end in the fourth. Finally, oh, you, you should have watched the third quarter. It was pathetic by our entire team. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I, I'm basing this off of four minutes of the game. Yeah, listen, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I love Wiggins, but uh, good Lord, I, I don't know how long I can keep sticking up for him with this stuff. You, 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 yeah, you can't you can't be a guy that shows flashes of this and flashes of that when you're in, what is he, in his fourth season, fifth season? Yeah, and, and like that I said. That just happened three years ago. One of the things We shouldn't be talking about flashes of this in your fourth season. That's just what you should do now. Look, if if he really wants to be great, he's just got to put that that effort. In. Yeah, you got to have that one on a on a defensive end. Cause, I mean, it's clearly he's do it every night. And so, anyway, anyway, I'll tell you what, though, just from watching those last you know few minutes, handful of possessions on each side, like man, I might be coming around to this whole town's uh, is way better than I was giving him credit for the other podcast. Cause holy crap, did he do everything? You came around now uh, that to the next game tonight. What's he that? just came around on that with the Knicks game tonight? No, I mean, I was, I mean, I know he's awesome, obviously. And, like, I just, I would argue Butler's our, you know, best player. And, obviously, it's different with Butler out. And he's going to take more of a role and everything. But, man, like, the the defensive presence, the, I mean, it was only, he only had, like, two offensive rebounds. But, like, one comes very late in an important possession to, like, even just bleed more clock and things like that. Like, this dude just, I mean, he's been on fire for a while. Quite some time now. So uh, yeah, and I mean a lot of times he, he gets he gets stretched out there and he's not near the rim or whatever. He's not trying hard, but he's the best. There's yeah, there's nothing that I hate more than seeing uh, Towns get a, the confidence to to shoot the uh, the threes down the stretch. Uh, I I, I want to see him more <laughs> more inside. Yeah, in the rhythm um, in the rhythm of a game in like the second quarter or something, it's fine, but. Yeah, you're right. With like three minutes to play in a four point game, don't do that. Dude, we we got plenty of other guys to, to unless you make it, then do it as much as you want to. Speaking of which, did you guys see the big uh, the big milestone from tonight? No. Is that the Jamal Crawford is officially fifth all time in three pointers made? Okay. Yeah. Um. You know, here's here's the thing, man. That dude looks like he's about 20 years old, and I'm pretty sure he's close to 40, 39, whatever. He's not over 40. <laughs> I know he's not over 40, but I mean, okay. Jamal Crawford is a freak, man. He's Basketball man. God, God. God love that man. Uh, uh, career, uh, you know, set, set the record. What is he at? 54, I believe now. Four-point plays, most in NBA history. Right. Uh, you know, he he gets guys to come out to Portland to come out uh, to you know and take advantage of that stuff year after year in the, in the summer league. Uh, he runs his own summer league out there, man. Just to yeah, guys basketball lover, man. You gotta you gotta love him. I think it might have heard somebody disconnect offline, but man. Yeah, we we lost two. Well, uh, 
We'll we'll wrap up five uh, A and then we'll we'll pull Q back in, finish up some NBA talk, and uh, touch on a couple of subjects uh, for five B while we while we while we wrap up a remote version of uh, Three Brothers podcast. Uh, be right back with the next one. Really good. All right. Yeah. Keep an eye on your head, man. We'll see you soon. All right. Yeah. All right, sorry, fellas, I'm back. Logged in. Uh, the All wife right. called, and I had to make a decision. Do I answer my wife's phone call and end the <laughs> podcast or ignore her phone call and continue the podcast? It was a pretty easy choice. Give us a warning, at least, and next time then we can sign off. What's that? Or, or, just tell us. tell us next time. Just walk upstairs, man. <laughs> no, we're good. Gee, and he's a man. Yeah, he said, okay. All right, we're back. We're back with the second episode of Fifth Edition 5B coming to you now. Uh, back, we'll, we'll just pick up where we left off. Uh, basically, just kind of talking NBA status, Wolves rolling. Um, any quick thoughts on the NBA before I, before I age you guys with a couple of other stat, NBA stats? Well, I know that we got we got a uh, we got Philly tomorrow night. Philly sitting in the fourth position. They're looking to play Indiana as if it, as it sits right now, four or five seed. Uh, yeah, I mean Philly's Philly's looking good up and coming, man. It's, you, it's not going to be easy. Can, can they move? Are, are they easily? Are they within a couple games of either spot of moving down or up? Do you know? Uh, yeah, they're 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 literally with Indiana, so uh, they're like maybe a game, game. Okay, so they're battling for that home court fourth fourth spot. Yeah, but but they ain't, they ain't going up three. Cleveland's at three. They're they're not get, they're not getting up right. There, so. No, I didn't. I wasn't so assuming that. Yeah. Speaking of Cleveland's been rolling. Well, I shouldn't say Cleveland's been rolling. LeBron has been rolling the last like week and a half. Yeah, last, yeah, two three games. They got Caleb back. The LeBron has been rolling the last about 17 years. Oh, I mean, obviously, but I mean, I guess this is extra gear that it, you shouldn't hey. have in year 15. Let's, uh, let's frame it up real quick. I'll, I'll take LeBron over Jordan. Yes, I, oh, I think I do the same. <laughs> you, you ain't going to turn on shovel? What are you putting silverware away? Say what? Oh, yeah. I mean, Adam, what do you think? I said I'll take LeBron. You take no, LeBron, okay. He's putting corning where where he he's got the flat where he's trying to make out. No, uh, no dude, I'm, I'm LeBron guy. I think one of the things that I, I get really frustrated with is that everybody talks about like all the, uh, MJ was six and zero in uh, title appearances or whatever, and like, but didn't I mean I could be wrong on this, but didn't LeBron go to like eight straight? Well, he's been seventh. He's got seven so far. Yeah, that, I mean, there has to be a little bit of something there too. Like, yeah, maybe he didn't win all of them and everything like that, but. Uh, you know, those early years with the oh, Cavs and yeah. things like that. Like, who else is on that squad? Dude, who else is on any of his squads, really, though? I mean, you're not even counting, you're counting all these other ones. It's got guys who are rappers nowadays, like Poopy Gibson. Yeah, dude, I, you know, let's be realistic, man. Uh, just the diversity in the league, just the, uh, you know, where the league's at now, where the league was at. But uh, when you start matching up, like, uh, if LeBron played against like Carmo, it wouldn't even be. Yeah. He wouldn't even have. That's, uh, and this is a bigger topic, but uh, I hate the like generational comparisons. When people tell me like Babe Ruth is the greatest baseball player that ever lived, not nah, he ain't. 
It's very bad. I mean, just even just like right now, you plug you plug him in right now, like he's not, you know, he ain't never seen like a nasty like two seam or some of these cutters these guys throw or like Chris Sale coming at him at you know ninety six from the left side. Like he never saw anything like that. I feel like and he it's the same thing in basketball. Quit telling me that like Bob Cousy super dope when Chris Paul would kill him. It is a little bit embarrassing. People get pretty much every every time right now. I mean, dude, the fat boy that smokes cigars and shit is cute and all, and it's fun. It's fun lore. It's a fun story and everything. But that that dude, you tell me that he's better than I don't know Robbie Grossman. Probably not. That's a great. That's really funny, actually. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, can somebody really prove that he that he wasn't? Like, I, I get it. Like, did you see how those dudes used to throw the baseball back then? They're, I mean, when uh, you know, player X is from Detroit Tigers, who Babe Ruth has seen for the 80th time in the season, is throwing in his 400th inning and is throwing meatballs over over the plate. Like, yeah, the fat man can, can smack one over the fence. It's like I'm I'm not hearing it, dude. I, and I, I don't like that. I don't like that. I actually got a baseball question to bring up this little story. Okay, uh, baseball. Yeah, well, I, I'm just saying, I heard that the Twins named Odorizzi as, as the uh, opening oh, yeah. day starter. Uh, you know, we had that dead wrong. We had that. Maybe that never got out there. Maybe maybe that was the last, the last episode. I think it was. I guess the uh, now infamous missing episode five. Well, yeah. either way, we had either Brios or Lynn, and now it's uh, and now it's uh, his confirmed as Odorizzi. So, I mean, thoughts? I mean, uh, I'm still confused why why it's not Brios. I don't know, man. Uh, here's my thought, and you got, I don't know if somebody can look this up or not. Uh, I know we open at Baltimore. Is it a two game series or a three game series? Three with a day built in. Okay, I don't know. I well, the way I look, so. Um, there's something goofy. I feel like we had a, just, a, a day off. In there's always they always built in a day off, like after opening day, just in case opening day gets rained out. That kind of thing. Because I was wondering, because I've seen today they the way they put it on like Twitter, or Instagram, or something like that was that uh, they had Barrios listed three. They had Gibson two, Barrios three, Lynn four. So my first thought was like, is it a two game series? And they're saving Barrios for the home opener. I don't know, it could be, but hey, let's let's pull Reed back in and we'll come right back and find out. All right, sounds good. All right. Hello. Lobster. What up? Hey, oh. There he is. You there? Yeah, yeah, I'm in. All right, fellas, we're back. Finishing finishing up episode five, segment three here. We're getting it out there. Um what you guys doing? Are you guys both on spring break now? Dude, total spring break mode, man. I'm about fucking five read wisers in, having fun, just just loving life, man. Uh, seeing where the world takes me. Yeah, man. I'm um, well, a Budweiser in, but uh, I'm I'm ready to rock. Full week off, other than you know hanging out with the girl. But uh, let's do this, man. You lucky devils. All right, well, let's, uh, let's just jump right in where we were uh, leaving off last time uh, with, with some Twins talk. Um, we were talking about starting pitching and uh, Odorizzi getting the, uh, the opening day start. Um, and that sets us up for home opener, Kyle Gibson. What do you guys think? I mean, I hate it. Pitching a home opener. That's right. Uh. Man, I mean, I, I don't love it. <laughs> I can't pretend like I'm like super excited to watch Kyle Gibson pitch again. So I'd I love don't to understand see it. I mean, I get it in the sense that like they want Brios to pitch in uh, the DR or whatever, but we, 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 we the PR, the PR. Or PR sorry, but uh, we, we I defunct that rumor, man. I just I don't know, man. I don't. It's not a huge deal in the grand scheme of things, like. It doesn't really matter, but man, going to opening day, like all fired up, but you know, new season, high expectations. The last thing I'm going to do is watch Kyle Gibson pitch. 
Yeah, who knows? He might shut down that vaunted Mariners lineup. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess Kyle Gibson uh, appears to be a nice person in general, but it is what it is. I mean, I don't know. I think either way, the Twins are getting a W. Who's ever on the mound, man? Uh, so the energy is going to be high at Target Field like it always is. Come down and see your boys. We'll be down there early. We'll be down there often, man, having fun. So so come meet us down there. Let, let's get after it. Anybody that's going to open her, uh, come find us. I know uh, I know Mike's going to be working there. I, I know Trees has got the wild. I'm just saying, come, uh, come find us. We'll be down there. All three of the brothers, man, ready to have fun. That's right. That's yeah, right, yeah. I'm still going to be having fun. And, I, I mean – I still assume we're going to win because I think we're going to win like, you know, 88, 90 games. But uh, I just, I'm, I would have been a lot more excited to watch either you know, one of the new guys or a burrito. So, yeah, you'll get him in. Don't worry. They're starting with a four man rotation. So, you'll see. Smart. Play. I mean, with all the days off, there's yeah, no reason exactly. to do so. Well, let's talk about why are they going to win then? Because because uh, it's going to be the offense carrying, maybe in the Gibson starts at least, hopefully. So, uh, your thoughts on Twins lineup? Um, you know, somewhat big news with Sano getting no suspension, but then uh, your guy uh, Polanco's out for half the year. Yeah, the Polanco thing hurts. The Polanco thing hurts for sure. Who hey, who do we got? Who do, who do we got? Seattle. Do you, does anybody know who's pitching for them opening day? I mean, it'd be hard to tell because they're also going to be in their like second, third series, but it depends on how they set up their rotation. I do guess. you know anybody other than King Felix that throws for them? Uh, James Paxton. Wow, that's one. All right, I, I'm it. surprised. That's, that. <laughs> that's fair. That works. works. <laughs> no, nah, so, they're garbage. We're gonna win. Hey, let's uh, let's quick touch on uh, on Seattle. What what do we think? Ichiro Ichiro's going for uh, what? Going to play till he's fifty, realistically, or what? What's happening? For sure, I think he could. Honestly, he's a man. I, I think he... somebody put it out there, but uh, I hope that uh, I agreed with it. But it was like I I hope that Ichiro just says fuck it this year and just tries to hit as many home runs as possible, just to say that he could have been doing that the whole time. It's funny you said that. I was about to just bring up the exact same thing. Hope he goes for about 30, 30 homers and the only. Dude, I've heard his batting practice games. is like unreal to watch. I believe it. Well, yeah, I dude, this is debatably the best hitter of all time, man. Debatably, yeah, so yeah, 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 it's definitely debatably. He, yeah. I heard he just crushes in BP, and then he just goes ahead and just slaps the ball around the field. But yeah, I'm gonna tell you, like, it'd be hilarious if he's like, you know what, this is my last year. I'm just gonna rock forty five bombs and walk away. Forty five bombs in about forty five games or so. I ah, might play like eighty. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Well, so uh, hey, who do we do? We, who's starting at, at shortstop then for us? That's a big question. Opening day. Who's who's starting I mean, at short? It's got to be uh, Escobar. For sure, Escobar. Uh the one Escobar. I get it. I like that's it. Right. That's a, that that that. I mean, that's an underrated like kind of uh, hard break for the Twins here. Is that? Polanco looked like he was about to be something uh, last year. Yeah. And maybe he's not, but now Esquire has to play every day at short. You lose that uh, utility aspect of him, and you're going to depend on Adrianza or what? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be tough. Who knows? But, uh, you know, that's just one position. The rest of the, rest of the other uh, starting nine looks good with the DH. Starting nine looks phenomenal, but I'm a, I'm a little, and this is like super deep dive stuff. Like I'm a little worried about like bench right now, but like our bench is going to have to be like Grossman and I don't know, maybe Kenny Vargas since they re-signed him again. Why not? Just keep him around. He, I seen he, he, they can't send him to the minors without like no, trying to get him through waivers. Through waivers. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't understand the re-signing of Kenny Vargas. Like he can maybe play one position if you don't count DH. He's average at best. Like I don't understand it. Ah, uh, who knows? We we got a bench with Garv Sasol, Garver. He's a man. I like Garver. And then you got Adrianza, maybe Grossman, maybe Granite. That's probably it. 
Hey, are, are, are either one of you two, like, for certain how you pronounce Vargas's first name? No. No, absolutely not. All right. You think the S might be silent? It, yeah, it could it, be Kenny. It could be Kenny's. It could be something else. Yeah, man. Who knows? It could be a lot of stuff, man. Maybe the K is silent. You never know with a guy like that. And he probably doesn't <laughs> understand when you ask him anyway, so he could be saying anything. That's probably all very true here. Yeah. No, but I mean, the, the lineups, uh, I heard, uh, I think it was Phil Mackey the other day, talk about, like, this is the most confident he's been in a Twins team in, like, a decade plus, and I think that's absolutely correct. Like, even with the Polanco suspension and even with Irv on the shelf, like, this is the best team we've had in a long time. since Guzman and Koski were leading the charge. I mean, maybe not quite in that long. Well, maybe, though, but let's, let's get into the real important thing about opening. And, uh, let's get there early. And Schuster and the boys are throwing out the first pitch. Oh, yeah. And got to love that. Bringing the gold medals back. Uh, the boys there. You can probably find them around different places, catch a beer with them if you don't want to hang out with us. And I understand that. Uh, and then. Just be singing, take me out to the ball game. Probably at the seventh stretch. Should be good entertainment. That's yeah. That's a great opening day right there. April fifth, we'll be there. It's gonna be a ton of fun. Uh, we'll be at Hubert's. Oh no, lord. <laughs> Adam will be at Hubert's if you guys want to meet up with Adam. He'll be at Hubert's. <laughs> Is that the out there? Still open? Or open again or anything? Uh, that's a good question, Tate. Uh, that's a good question. But I'll tell you what, anybody that's listening that's coming to opening day, uh, I'm, I'm willing to buy you a beer at Huber's. The Schuster and the boys rolled the ball. They sweep the, the, uh, the dirt to get it to land right on home plate for the opening pitch. That's a call, that's, huh? That's a call. I like it, mate. Dude, if that happens, I'll Yeah, me too. Right but you guys can come find me there. That's fine. <laughs> No, they'll be good. What do you so Sano's got no suspension? Who's who's gonna lead our team in home runs? Him, Lomo, Sano, Lomo, back to back. Yeah, I gotta think it's Dozier one, Mauer two, Sano three, Morrison four, five. I'm I don't know. Eddie Mario. And then go Buxton six, Kepler seven, uh, Escobar eight, Kepler left, nine. right, left, right. Seems all right. I think I think that makes the most sense. Right, do. Hello. Yeah, man. I didn't hear what you said. I just say, hey, that's a nice lineup, dude. Dude, that's that's a crazy deep lineup, like. Uh, Buxton is like a lot of like national writers well, picks to be like the breakout guy of the year, and he's gonna hit. Six. Well, I'll, I'll tell you guys what: if Sano, Sano should definitely be able to play if it's supposed to be trying to come on to the writer or something. But uh, you know, it's like evidence that the United States has been having sex with women and shit like that, hanging off people. So I mean, why not let the man? Hey, is Reed coming through clear to you, Adam? Not even. Yeah, a little I don't bit. know what you're doing, Reed, but like it, just it goes like in and out. Like you, it sounds like either you're you're right in there, and then all of a sudden it like is like you're across the room from your phone or something weird. Uh, I'm getting like four echoes. Uh, tough. Who knows? Tough, man. Yeah. 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 Right now, see, right now you're clear. The. The yeah, shadows exactly. of CHS Field in Lower Town, St. Paul, must be messing with me. I guess a uh, ghost of Bill Murray or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, those historic. I don't know. Like the last like two sentences you said have been perfectly fine, but before that, I was like, it was yeah, echoes. Well, I couldn't echoes. hear you very clear either. You know well, what? Uh, hey, we'll figure it out. What's that? Realistically, it's probably all for the best, man. Let's let's keep it moving. <laughs> um, all right, so let's move on. Hostess with the Moses. What do we got? Um, you know that that was kind of the last of my list. I mean, we can talk through who else is what else has been happening. 
Duke lost in overtime today. They kind of gave it away at the end of the game. You, yeah. Adam, you like? I unfortunately missed that game. I watched the Nova game straight through, but I missed uh, most of the Duke game. Yeah, well, it's, Cruz. it's a tournament, so don't worry about it. Yeah, it was a great it was a great game. I don't like seeing Bill Self celebrating or anything. He's a he's just a miserable person to watch. Oh, there's there's worse, and the worst is all of Kansas fans. They are the worst human beings. I don't know. You ever met Notre Dame football fans? Oh, they're oh, it's all on par. Like it's like St. Louis Cardinals uh, baseball fans, Notre Dame football fans, Kansas basketball fans. They're all the same people. They're the worst. Yeah, I agree, I guess. I guess I don't know too many Cardinals fans, but I just see it on like you know, your social media. Sure, I try to avoid that, I guess. Um Fair. but yeah, so Duke Duke gave it away. Kansas with a big win. Um so we got a final four set. Kansas. Dude Villanova looks so so They're looking so very good. tough, that's for sure. So Nova versus Kansas, that'll definitely be the late game. You gotta assume Saturday night. Uh the the early game for is sure. uh Michigan and Loyola. It's gonna be a ton of fun. What's what's your predictions? Dude, I'd be totally I'd be totally honest, Chicago is looking uh, as good as a team. I mean there's a reason why they're in the final four. They've been playing great ball lately, man. Yeah, right. and I think they're. I think offensively, man, uh, they look as good as anything else. We'll see if they can with it on the defensive end versus some of these top guys. But I mean, I got to know that you're going to get me off the Chicago bandwagon here. Dealing with them, I don't know if they can make it to the final game, but I think they're and then I think that that Kansas is going to determine the winner of the tournament. Yeah, well, that's for sure. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I uh, that Loyola Michigan game is like one of those classic. Like, I want Loyola to win. I think Michigan's gonna win. Classic. <laughs> Something that's for sure. One of them classics, gang. Classic. That means the classic game. Another game like that. Choose where you went with that one. No, no, no. Chicago versus Michigan. What's the classic game that you want somebody to win that you think the other team's going to win? I, I don't really get it. It's, it's every single, like, underdog, like, upset type of game. Like, anytime a, a team wins that's not supposed to win, like, you probably want them to win again because it's fun, but you think the other team's going to win. It's it's a, like, it happens probably 15 times per uh You're a big Cinderella fan. So yeah, like every game this year, they, they keep they keep it moving, man. You never know, never know, never know. Give them a chance. Go out on a limb. One team to win a whole championship year. Chicago first to win. Somebody's got to win. And I don't mind being that guy. I'm taking. I don't really know what Regis argued, but uh, I'm gonna. I think he was talking about who's gonna go win or something like that. So uh, I think Loyola beats Michigan. <laughs> Villanova beats Kansas, and then Villanova takes it down. I kind of am thinking the same way, and I also think that if that's the scenario, I think Villanova might win by like nineteen, twenty points. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, speaking of winning by 19 and 20, the Wolves got mopped up in Philly last night. I didn't really watch much of it, but uh, Yikes. hey, but you know that unit, they dogs. It was look, it was it was 98 to 71 going into the fourth quarter, and they uh, uh you know, see, yeah, we made it a game. They got it down about eight or nine. They they, they did interesting for a little bit. Uh, they cut it to nine, I believe, with about. Uh, three minutes or so, and uh, you were wondering if Tibbs going to put in the, the big dogs because they put back in all of their starters uh, when it looked like they were done for the night. But I uh, rolled with the bench mob, and they, uh, I don't know if it made a difference one way or another, but uh, 
it's fun to see the, the bench guys, uh, you know, getting the jail and getting, getting that run in. So, uh, unfortunately, not, not the what we're looking for, but off of back to back like that, uh, we'll see what we can do. We got to take care of business, get on a stretch, got Memphis at the time. So make sure that we get it done there. So, That's right. You got to uh, take care of business now. So, yeah. well, I mean, the, the whatever it is, like, four or five games against, like, the garbage singing teams you absolutely Yeah, have. I mean, it's not doing anybody they're on right now. Uh, they're playing the Jazz at home. Uh, all of their football stars are sitting out tonight. Oh, of course. Sitting out. I mean, every, every is out. You know, Vegas were favored at by eight points. <laughs> That's stupid. It, it is ridiculous. Yeah, so what do you think? Uh, so before tonight, so the Wild just lost in overtime. Um, but so before tonight, I think they, I think the Wild and the Wolves had eight games left each, both at uh, what is it, forty-one wins, I think, or forty wins, or wherever they're at. Who ends up with more wins? Wolves are at forty-two. Well, then they were both at forty-two wins. Fine. Okay. Wolves. Uh, knowing nothing about the Wild, the Wolves. How I many guess wins you got them getting to. Yeah. What number? Uh, let's go 47. Okay. That's a fair call. I was going to say 48. And the Wolves just strictly on the fact that they were high a game and the Wolves can't. But it's going to be pretty darn close to schedule favor. Uh, the Timberwolves is pretty much equal for the wildest part road games that are at home, but you count, you know, which was a tough one. Um, but the win last night was first Nashville, so the bag that you rarely see in the nation was a little bit of a letdown. But I'm going to go with the win. I'm going to say 48. I'm going to say that we had six seed. And uh, the first one. So we get to the six and take on Portland. If I'm not mistaken, isn't Nashville pretty dangerous? Nashville's Nashville? the best. Yeah, they're really good. Nashville. Yeah, and we have them twice. In Nashville's the for game. sure the best team in the West, if not the best team in the NHL. Point right, and we get them twice, so there's two L's. Not, so nope. at best, they can. Dude, win we just crushed them. There's three. They we just beat them last night, and we're three and one against them on the year. Oh, I didn't see the score. My so bad. We're three and one against them. We're three. We went three and zero against Vegas. Uh, those are the top two teams out west, basically, and and so we're looking good there. Top competition, that's for sure. Uh, can't rule them out. It, it, it's tough. You know, that's the tricky thing about hockey. Start putting in the back of these games. I mean, if you're going to do, you kind of just open for your best. If you could have win with him in that, then you're good for you. But what did you expect tonight? Boston's uh, super rask and goal. goalies in the league. Uh, that, that was a hill to climb for us, but we we been there for a while. What did we lost? What's that? An overtime, correct? Yeah, overtime. Brad Marchand comes back. I don't know. They were saying he had been he had missed a number of games or whatever. Comes back, got the assist early, and then uh, he scored the game winner in overtime. We had Staylock in that. Uh, well, you know, what I, whatever. Yeah, I didn't get overtime one because I think that was about when when we started getting on the air here. But the the first goal that we scored, I, I think second period, uh, man, it was a horrible goal. It, it was just, I mean, it just it's, it's one that you, you got to get to. It's one that that Dubnik played for sure. Just the game. Yeah, I wouldn't say the overtime winner was a great goal. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a great hockey mind, but uh. It, yeah, it, he went. It, he kind of got a little breakaway, or like there was a defender with him. He kind of had had a steam going down, and uh, just went, you know, upper shelf right over the uh, right over glove side shoulder. So it wasn't. I don't know. Maybe it was really good, but I'd say it wasn't great. Regulation. I mean, uh, regular season overtime. That three on three four minutes the smartest team that in, in a long time. Super entertaining. If you're not a hockey fan, you gotta watch before you get to the playoffs, man. Three on three overtime, so fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's great. The action's wide open. It's just a great game. 
Adam, you ever watch three on three overtime? No, but it sounds like a ton of fun. It sounds like great. They just go up and down the ice. I mean, it's basically just like two on ones, and then you don't get it. So then you got a two on one back the other way. That sounds amazing. uh, It's wide open hockey, as they say. Yeah, that sounds amazing to me. As a, as very much a a non. It's not that I hate hockey. I just don't watch a lot of hockey. Like that would be something I'd be super excited. (laughs) Well, we'll try and frame you up next time we hear about an overtime game going on, and maybe you can tune in. Maybe you can tune in quick. Uh, you guys got any? I mean, that kind of wraps up what I've what I've got going on. You guys got anything else you want to talk about? Anything else on your agenda on your mind? Do. No, nah, man, I'm just so fired up for baseball to start. I believe it. Absolutely, man. Baseball starts on Thursday. Let's 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 real real quick. Baltimore, correct? Uh, I think so. Right, Adam? Yeah, we're in. I, I didn't hear so a word. Did we start out in Baltimore? Yeah, we started on Baltimore. I think it's Baltimore for two, Pittsburgh no. for three, and then home for Seattle or something. Other, like other way around. Baltimore for three, and then Pittsburgh for yeah. two. Okay. Okay. I knew it was three and two or two and three. Okay. Uh, so Baltimore for three with a day in, Pittsburgh for two with a day built in, and home for Seattle. What's our record on the home? We're four and one. Man, I got to get behind that. I mean, I would say 5-0, but I think 4-1 is pretty realistic. Uh, I mean, who knows if if we're going to be playing out in the snow there in in the northeast there. (laughs) uh, Get those coming. Man, you ain't yeah, you ain't lying. Uh, I think I would take four and one. I gotta think Pittsburgh sucks, man. After losing Richmond and some of that, I gotta think like they're not good. So maybe, dude, they're straight maybe garbage. Maybe one game, but there's no reason that we should be four and one coming home with lots of momentum, big crowd, that home opener. Yep, yep, that's gonna be it for sure. We're gonna be four and one. Uh, we lose one in Baltimore, take both in Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, and then we're ready to go. Oh, I like Big, that. Yeah, it's, it, everybody starts on Thursday. That's pretty awesome. I mean, they, they – Yeah, they, that's new yeah, this year, right? Yeah, I mean, I think they used to do it however long, so they brought it back, so – Right, but yeah. – Well, I mean, yeah, a million opening years ago. Day is back. Thing, but, like, yeah, I love real, real opening day, not just uh, opening week or whatever. Oh, God, the last couple of years where it was like – a game on like a Wednesday night, and then two more on Thursday, and three more somebody on Friday. Somebody plays in and Mexico, like that kind of and somebody else is in Japan, and it was just yeah. Oh yeah, that was the the best. It was like, oh, Dodgers Diamondbacks in Australia a week before everybody else played. <laughs> that, that that one game, came with the World Series. The NFL does it with the one game before the season. Like, they used to get whoever defend World Series. Right. ESPN Sunday, right? Game. Exactly. Like Tuesday or Wednesday. Nah, you you got to go back to the classic. Like, just it's opening day. Like everybody opens. Love it, man. Love it. Do you know? Is there anybody that plays that night, or is it all like uh, everybody gets going right in the afternoon too? I don't know. I would hope that it's like staggered. Oh yeah, there, there. Uh, I know. I know once upon a time it was always a tradition that Cincinnati played the first game of the year. I don't know why, but that was a, a thing once upon a time. Cincinnati? The Reds? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Not everybody starts in the afternoon. I don't know. I have no idea the reason behind it, but they, they always played the first game at, like, you know, say noon, and then it just, like, it tiered from there. Like, uh, like they started at noon. A couple games started at 1 three, five, seven, nine, that kind of thing. Like, I, I think that's what they're going to. I haven't looked at the schedule, but I think that's what they're going Nothing, to. Nothing, but the, the Reds do not play the first game unless they start at about 1030. So we got, right? uh, so for you guys, uh, you can watch it. I'll pull it up at work. Not getting much done, but 1130 Cubs at Marlins. This is the, uh, the ESPN schedule here. 1130 Cubs at Marlins. Uh, which is dumb that they're playing a 10.30 a.m. game on the East Coast. Uh, nope, that's not how time works. They start at 12.30. Oh, yep, sorry, I went backwards. My bad. Uh, Astros at Rangers at 
Is it is it nine West Coast game? That makes well, sense. That's true. They're not on the West Coast, but it starts at nine thirty for those West Coasters. So maybe right. I'm just thinking Mountain Time, big Mountain Time Zone fan. <laughs> Huge Mountain Time. Arizona fan. guy doesn't <laughs> savings time in general. Nah, he doesn't participate. <laughs> Me and you in Arizona. Adam also doesn't participate in Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Yeah, man, there's no doubt with that. Terrible. So Astros, Astros Rangers two thirty. Yep. Uh, Giants at Dodgers at six. Um, so there, that's like a what a four o'clock Western time zone start that's for you, Adam. Sure. Right as be playing with be playing with some shadows. For that <laughs> Sounds game. about right. And then. Uh, then the late game, Indians at Mariners, 9 p.m. Central Time. So, nice. A full slate for you. Four, four games there, and obviously then uh, the Twins start at uh, 2 o'clock. We got to be, what, 6, 10 our time? Oh, oh no, we're after the game. For the twins. Nice. Yeah, 3 o'clock Baltimore time. Okay, sure. So you guys are saying are on at about 6 our time? Who's that? The Dodgers? Uh, yeah, 6 o'clock, Giants at Dodgers. You guys, you guys remember that by the bell when Zach told him that he was Jewish to go to the game and he got blackmailed for catching the fall ball on TV? Man, classic episode. Nothing, nothing like a good by the bell episode. Classic Morris. Oh, is that the shenanigans? Dude, if you guys want to see <laughs> some, some funny stuff, is on YouTube or whatever, it's called Zach Morris. It's trash. It goes through all the episodes to say by the building. Zach Morris is a horrible human being. <laughs> a good two minutes of your time. Regret. Very funny. Very funny. I'll check it out for sure. Zach Morris is trash. That's right. That's right. Anyway. That sounds like the perfect number yeah, on the podcast, on. Zach Dude, is like Come check us out. Man. Uh, a link to your boys on Twitter. Uh, yeah. uh, What's three, the handle? Two, three Q Brothers. Something bad. No, no, no. You're going to have to come to us, man. Nothing but fun on the Twitter, on the podcast. Everybody, we're getting fired up. Looking forward to bringing you more and more fun episodes, man. Can't wait. So uh, let's get it going. Definitely more fun hey. coming. We'll, uh, just in case, just in case everybody wants to follow us on Twitter, it is Q3 Brothers. At Q3 Brothers. Is the Twitter handle. At Q3 Brothers. Number three. Find us on Twitter. Um, or you can find, or you can find us yeah, individually. Man. Find us on yeah, iTunes. Find us on iTunes podcast, uh, Spotify, um, Anchor. Hey, on worldwide, man. Give us a follow. Share it with your friends, uh, coworkers, colleagues. I got dudes texting me right now while we are currently podcasting about it. Well, uh, yeah, you guys are on spring break. I can, I can get up to record something. Uh, we can get a live show going uh, maybe sometime this week. That works for you guys? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I make my return down to the area of Wisconsin. If we got any listeners down there on Tuesday, uh, day slash night. Uh, the, the fun is returned, man. Nothing but good vibes around here. Two, three brothers. Man. Yeah. Hashtag lobster and pepin apparently on Tuesday. Yeah. Just if anybody, if anybody happens to see me, thanks. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll catch back up with you all this week. Um, get ready for Thursday. Maybe we'll come, come with something before then, or uh, we'll recap uh, hopefully about a Twins, Twins 1-0 record at least uh, when we do the next one. Yeah, absolutely. For for everybody, be stuff on on Twitter and everything. Looking for our Q three brothers, our tank tops for the summer, our t shirts, paraphernalia in general. We'll get there. We'll get there, guys. I'm up a logo idea. We'll get it going there. So, so hang in there with us. We'll with all of your, uh, your summer needs in for sure. We can get on your pill request taken care of, but uh, keep it up, it will make it happen. And we'll get read uh, better audio quality um, somehow, some way. Yeah, hey, one last note. Uh, if anybody was ever wondering if they should get 
uh, iPhone or Android, like if you're catching the audio that Tate and I are catching, uh, I think that's the best possible endorsement for iPhone. Hey, are you guys on? You guys wearing headphones? Read yes or no? Not a chance. Adam? Yeah, Reed, yes, we're going to probably get you some headphones. Nah, that's, that's fair. That's fair enough. That's, uh, that's a rookie mistake. That's all good. We'll figure it out here. We're, we're learning remotely, remote podcasts here, so we'll get that going. Um, hey, but let's go live this Yeah, week. yeah. We'll, uh, we'll talk tomorrow and figure out what, what works for you guys here, maybe a Wednesday or Thursday. All right. So, Beautiful. All right. Well, uh, signing off for now. Good. Good. Catch. We'll get all three. There's going to be. So this is the last one you guys will hear. Or if you're hearing this, there's two segments kind of before this. So uh, a three parter with uh, from episode five. Uh, check them all out. Let us know what you like uh, or hate and uh, anything you want us to discuss coming up. Yeah, man, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on iTunes, hit us up on text. Hey, hit us up on iTunes. You can't really hit us. I mean, you can listen there, but you can't, like, respond. So, If you, like, leave a comment or review or something. Leave us a review. Five stars everywhere. Hey, real. Oh, yeah, hey, hey last, last thing. Last thing. Wednesday, uh, Wednesday I'll be doing the final ultrasound of my baby girl. 28 weeks. Can't wait to see her, man. Shout out to my wife. No idea what we just said. Oh, shout out to shout out to my wife, I got. Dude, Probably. final, I'm telling you, final, uh, final ultrasound, one last ultrasound. Oh, all right. Go to the baby girl on the way, man, fatherhood, nothing but fun. To reiterate that so you can hear it, Reed's got, uh, Lobster's got final ultrasound uh, coming up this week, baby on the way uh, in June here, so big ultrasound coming up for them. Um yeah, man. They, we'll that's that good, good news fun. as well, too. Um, otherwise, guys, have have yourselves a good week. All you all you spring breakers out there, uh, enjoy it. But that's all right. right. Don't do guys. anything else. Probably don't do a lot of stuff you would do, too. <laughs> all right. We'll, uh, we'll catch up with you guys this week. Yes, sir. We out.